Wow, 13 years ago this month, I resigned from ExxonMobil Corporation. It hit me just driving home today when I was getting some LinkedIn congratulations on my anniversary. I'm like, what is this about? And I looked at him, I'm like, oh, I've been with uh, PPG Benefits for 13 years. I'm like, oh, okay. And then it hit me what I was doing 13 years ago that changed so many things for us, for me personally, for our family, and uh, s- hopefully lots of other people that we've interacted with. And I thought I'd just talk about it because, man, I remember 13 plus years ago where I was in my life. And this may be helpful if you're considering making a scary change or an adjustment or a pivot. Um, I'm, this may help. I don't know. Uh, but I thought I'd explain it because it's a number of analogies that I – and this is totally unscripted. I am I just – on the way home here, five, ten minutes, I thought I'd just – get some quick things out so the first thing is I remember I was real I was comfortable 13 years ago it's very comfortable I was paid and I'll share some stats just to give you context but um, not to brag in anything just I was making 13 years ago for ExxonMobil Oil Corporation I was a sales executive um, and at that point I had had 17 years experience with the company a variety of roles I was living in Richmond I was getting paid $130,000 a year as my salary and, uh, you know, full benefits, car, car allowance, in sales, covering the Virginia marketplace, um, pretty knowledgeable about what I was doing. So I didn't, you know, I didn't have to stress a lot because I was pretty knowledgeable about the, the subject matter that I was helping people with because I'd been through that learning curve, that seven years or 10,000 hour learning curve that you have to go through. I'd been through that. So to be honest, I wasn't really working, so to speak, five days a week. Like I was because I, I've always been one to, to work hard. So it wasn't like I was taking hooky days off, but it just didn't feel like it. Like, cause it was, I was running on, you know, seven out of eight cylinders or six out of eight cylinders because I was so proficient at it. I didn't have to work that hard. And uh, so I was comfortable, had good recognition at ExxonMobil, was making a really good income. That's 13 years ago. Man, holy cow. 130 grand. Um, At that point, um, was married, no kids, and uh, just realized at some point leading up to that moment the actual date that I resigned from ExxonMobil was September 17, 2007. That's 13 years. Yeah, 2007. That's the actual day that I looked it up. <clears throat> so it's, uh, why did I do it? Like, why would I do that? Looking back, because I probably... I don't know, maybe could have retired at ExxonMobil. I don't know if I could have handled that particular job that many more years because I would have, let's see, I would have had to work another 20 years, I guess. Maybe 25 years back then. Maybe 30 years. I don't know. uh, Probably more. But uh, I don't know if I could have handled that job. I would have been bored out of my mind um, because I was already drifting mentally leading up to that 13 years ago. Mark. So what did I do that I remember 
so vividly is I remember my wife Laura talking about she wanted me to come work with her and at that point she had an employee benefits agency well really wasn't an agency it was her it was just her so she was an independent sales rep I guess you'd call it selling voluntary legal plans payroll deduction all across Virginia Um, Commonwealth of Virginia is one of the accounts she was working on as well as small mid-sized companies and so she'd been doing that for a number of years she had left her CPA accounting career uh, probably let's see 13 that would have been six years prior because we've had our business 19 years so six years before that she had left being a CPA and um, going into sales and doing her own thing so she'd been talking to me about come help me come help me come help me because I was used to sales but on a longer term process I wasn't I was paid a salary so I didn't ever feel desperate to close business so I could take my time if they said hey I need to think about it I'm like no problem I just knew eventually things came around and I was paid a salary so you know I wasn't starving at the end of the month I was doing a good job and um, she had worked on me for well over a year and I, over that course of time leading up to that 13-year-ago mark, I remember um, just not having passion for what I was doing. I was like, man, if I feel this way now, how can I possibly do this in another five years or ten years? I, like my heart, the, the phrase that I used and that I remember vividly is my heart wasn't in it like it used to be. And so... I started thinking, well, what if I did join her? You know, I, I could do sales and I liked the product she was selling and it seemed fun. <coughs> Be my own boss, wherever that meant back then. Do my own thing, set my own hours. You know, people joke about going golfing and stuff and everyone to. I mean, that's not what I did, but that's in your mind. You're like, well, I could take every Friday off in the summer and do stuff. You know, that's what you think when you're your own boss, so to speak. But Reality hits you in the face whenever you when you do that, so that may not be entirely possible right away. The other thing I was waiting for, I kept saying, "No, it's just not ready, just not yet." I said, "Saying, Laura, when you get to this point, then I'll come over. When you get to this level of income, then I'll come over. Because then, you know, we'll be, I'll be more comfortable because we'll have the income coming in from you, and then I'll do it." And when this green light is green, then I'll do it. And then this second green light has to be green, then I'll do it. So it was always like I was waiting for all the lights to turn green and give me that sign. And that was the other vivid thing I remember. Not having heart for what I, not having the heart for what I was doing, and then waiting for all the the lights to turn green. And that was the biggest one for me, because the, all the lights don't ever turn green. I kind of figured that out after over a year, maybe, or a year and a half of thinking, contemplating, talking, thinking, you know, back and forth, back and forth. The lights don't all turn green. And the time to make a move isn't when when everything is perfectly rosy and income's flown in. Yeah, that would be smart, and that would, would have maybe been the better time to to do, to leave whenever the income can be covered but for both of us. But I just felt like if I kept waiting, I could have been waiting another five years. Like there was no, we, we thought, man, what if it, what if it was this kind of a struggle? What if it was a good income she was making? She was making about 70 grand a year in, in commissions, 75, maybe 80. 
somewhere in that range. But you're your own boss, so all the from that commission you take off expenses. So you're not bringing in; it's not a salary. That's top line revenue. So we learned a we learned the difference pretty quick when you're when you go into business for yourself. But that's okay. That's how you learn. And so um, I finally reached a point. I was like, let's do it. And there were some things going on in the industry, the legal services industry at that time that seemed like perfect positioning there were some things lining up that we thought okay this is when identity theft became a big deal this is when identity theft coverage plans started being rolled out no one was talking about it. this this is pretty good timing let's try to jump in now so i did and so what i would share is that what really helped us make the transition as i said i don't want to feel pressured every month to make a sale because in, in employee in benefits or voluntary you can't always can control the timing so i didn't want to feel that pressure because i knew i would act differently and so what we did is we took a small home equity line of credit and this is laura's idea that she every month she was going to pay me a base salary of five thousand dollars which was half of my normal income, right? But it would come out of our home equity line of credit. And so I would get paid every month, five grand. Now, at the end of the year, if I hadn't generated $60,000 minimum of revenue or commissions, then we have then we have a talk, right? So we've been doing this 12 months and we have a talk, like what's going on? So that really helped us. Now, some of you are afraid to go into any kind of debt, but I will tell you, if you are if you own a business, if you want to go into business, if you want to do your own thing, you've got to use debt because it's an investment. We're not buying, putting stuff on the credit card just to, to buy stuff. So I would tell you, don't be afraid of using debt because you're betting on yourself. And if you're afraid to use debt on yourself, you don't believe in yourself and you should not make the move. That's just me. And I'm not saying rack up 30% credit card debt, although we've done that. We've had to do that. So I'm not saying that that's good or bad. I'm saying what we did is a home equity line, which was costing us about 3% a month, 3% a year in interest. So it was basically free money, right? So maybe it means borrowing some money from your family, from your dad, your mom and uncle and promise to pay him back. Don't just, you're not looking for a handout, but actually pay them back. Maybe after a set period of time, maybe you need some cash to get started. So you, you find someone and, and maybe you have this in your family, <clears throat> find an uncle or a sister or brother or someone that, that wants to take a bet on you and go, look, I'd like to get a $25,000 loan and I'm going to pay you back after the first six months. I'm going to start paying you back $300 a month and whatever. Be creative and give them some, in, you know, pay them 5% interest on the money or it's 8%. But sometimes you need that freedom to move forward. So that's what we did. And so just kind of wrapping up, I will tell you that it has not been easy. Like you hear stories of people on Shark Tank or whatever, like, oh, we, we launched our business and six months later we had $6 million in sales and blah, 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 with 35 employees. That, yeah, that wasn't us. <clears throat> but part of it, I think, is you. we've got some of it we had to learn ourselves in business. You got to learn some lessons that the only way you learn is the school of hard knocks. I'm not saying you purposely put yourself in that position, but you do that. I think 
Um, we didn't have, we had some mentors, so to speak, um, in the, in the, in the company we were selling that those legal and, and identity theft plans that we started selling a long time ago that my wife did. So we had some mentors there. We did a lot of training, a lot of traveling to training. Um, but you know, we learned a lot in that process and we made mistakes. So, um, we quit a lot, right? <laughs> we might have started that up the next day, but there's been a lot. There were a lot of days we quit. Like I'm done with this, and then a day later, you're like, okay, let's get back on. So, boy, I could talk a lot about between that then and now, but I just was wanted to reflect on that. Those couple key points that that I remember, and if you're at a point in your life where you're thinking about making a change, I will tell you, do not wait for the all the lights to be green, because they won't. Do not look for the perfect time. I hear that a lot. There is no perfect time. And understand you will be scared. You will be nervous. You will have fear. You will have anxiety. That is normal. If you don't have any of that, I think something's off. I think it's natural that you've got to have some of that. I'm not saying you're terrified. Like, what have I done? Like, it should be a thought out plan don't go into it blind, quit your job and say, no, I'm in business. Don't be dumb about it. But after you've thought it out and strategized and laid the pieces out, understand there will be missing pieces in the puzzle. It will not be set for you and you will have to figure some of it out. But the reason I did it is I said, I, I looked back in my career and said, look at all the things I've done and I've been pretty successful every time I've done it. Never been, it's never been easy. I made mistakes, I messed up, but I did get through it and I did succeed. Why would it be any different now? Like that was what I finally realized. Like, I don't know everything I'm gonna do. I don't know all the answers. I'm gonna be on a steep learning curve, but I'll be okay with that. So I gave myself some credit to not know everything. I was going from an industry where I knew a lot to an industry that I had to learn really fast. And that was, that was kind of fun because I was getting bored before. So give yourself credit to be scared and be nervous and make some mistakes and, and think things out, but understand you're not going to think everything out when you're going, when you make a change like that. And that, that holds so many people back when I talk to business owners about they want to do this and they want to do that, do this. And it's like, well, I'm going to wait for this. I'm going to wait for that. I'm going to wait for this to change or this, like, just no, don't, you can't wait forever. You got to eventually go, am I going to do it eventually? Yes. Then do it now or don't do it get it out of your mind you're not going to do it i hope this is helpful and uh, i may reflect a little more uh 13 years ago um, some funny stuff that i can think of right now that happened um in this journey but i thought this might be helpful to some people right now because of covid and what's going on with people losing their jobs and just thinking about changes i think um this might help in some small way and where i am now is uh we have a company with five employees. We have health. We have full benefits package. Um, I love what I do. Um, provides a really good income for my family um, and others that in my company that we pay. And um, we help a lot of people, a lot more than I did when I was selling oil. Um, we impact people in a lot of different ways, and we're growing. We're bringing on new accounts. Um, doing, I don't know, five, five to $6 million in annual sales. So, um, I look back now and go, well, that's a good, that was a good choice. 
but in the but in the moment and in the process there's always those ups and downs but we knew we were kind of going and now it's um still have challenges but now we uh we have a little more fuel behind us hope this is helpful have a great day we'll talk soon